Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now the following is a fourth hand production Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yes, sir. I'm so ready. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. But you know how it goes. You know what we do first. I'm going to switch it up on you. What are Uh you drinking? (laughs) I'm going to ask you first. Well, I helped a couple of friends of mine move, and as payment, they gave me a six-pack of Natterdays. It's a nice light strawberry lemonade stuff i had last year several times i think you mentioned that in one of these episodes and i had no idea what you were talking about super light it's made by it's made by natural that, light yeah natural light hmm. it's, a, it's a nice summer beer well what are you having i'm having a bloodline by bloodline. flying dog it's a blood orange ale and i hate orange i hate it but this is pretty good <laughs> It's all carbonated. It's got all the hops in it and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's really, really not bad. Rubbing the hops together with some orange, It'd be all right. Blood orange. Yeah, yeah. I could, I could see myself buying just that. <laughs> Did you get in a variety pack? Yeah, that was in the variety pack. Flying dog. Yeah, I'll have two more left after. The, or I got this one and two more left. So. All right. Yeah. Now I want some. Well, I can mail you one. <laughs> Put it in some bubble wrapped envelope. I don't have to drink it out of the envelope. Maybe. <laughs> we have some of that uh what is it, LaCroix in the our water? outside <clears throat> yeah, in our out the sparkling water, it's in our outside fridge. And it must have got cold or something. I went in there one day, I opened it up, it looked like shards of glass everywhere. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I saw that they had exploded because they froze. And expanded. And ex- yeah, and just it exploded, dude. It looked like uh, I don't know if it's I don't know what kind of glass it is, but when you break it, it breaks into these little tiny pieces. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a it, like a windshield just sort of yeah. splinters out. Yeah, it, but it's inside the stuff. Yeah, but it, it was all over the bottom of the fridge, and I'm like, what in the hell is this? And then I was I was catching a whiff of something in there, and I was like, oh shit, it's that Lacroix. Hmm. And sure enough, the tops were blown off of them. Some of the cans, the sides were blown out. Sweet. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, I know what happened. Turn the temperature up when you're in a fridge. Well, I, my assumption is because it has something to do with being outside. Oh. I don't know. So the, so the fridge doesn't kick on because it doesn't need to because it's so freaking cold. It just freezes everything in there. <laughs> it's like a double-sided freezer. 
Except our freezer doesn't work too well out there, so we just put all the frozen stuff in the fridge. What a dumbass <laughs> catch twenty two that is. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like your fridge is an SCP. It might be. <laughs> it might be. But it's not this one that you're about to tell us about. I'm about to tell you about SCP one sixty, the Predator drone. Oh shit. I mean it sounds cool. Just the <laughs> name. I'm ready for it. We'll see how cool it is. The description. SCP-160 appears to be a quadriflyer unmanned aerial vehicle with a diameter of approximately 1.1 meters at its widest point, similar to the redacted model manufactured by the redacted corporation. I love those guys. Yeah. Who knows what it is? Who knows? (laughs) It is devoid of any identifying marks or manufacturing labels through visual inspection of SCP-160 has revealed signs of scratches and other superficial damage, indicating that prior identifying labels may have been removed. Oh, somebody S- caught it and started messing with it. Yes, yeah, this is mine now. SCP-160 operates continuously and completely autonomous from any identified control source. What? And exhibits behavior similar to that of predatory birds. See, this is what. Ha- See, this is what happens. That's why there's people who think birds aren't real. They think they're government drones. When they're actually autonomous drones. Yep. Mm. It will actively hunt prey such as rodents and other small animals. And then, <sighs> okay. What's happening here? Uh, <laughs> is this a drone? Like, I think it's just somebody who's like, oh, it's a drone. I'm like, no, it's just an eagle, dude. <laughs> it's just like hunting. It's just doing bird stuff. <laughs> It says, and upon locating such prey, dive down at high speed and impale its prey with what appears to be a metallic proboscis. Yeah, it's the the pointy end of the of a mosquito. Oh, it's just a beak. Yeah, it's just a big ass. It's it's. A, I don't want to be around that mosquito, but it sounds like it's a big ass mosquito that hunts small rodents. <laughs> Jeez. Analysis of its prey shows that it then ejects a highly caustic substance. That liquefies the internal organs. Okay. Maybe not an eagle. What? And extracts the resulting slurry. Ew. What's happening right now? SCP-160. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> SCP-160 will generally avoid humans and larger animals. Pussy. <laughs> but has been recorded using its proboscis in self-defense. This is like sword fighting. Oh, God. It's like, ching, ching, ching. The bear comes at it. It's like, ching, ching, ching. Injuries inflicted by SCP-160 are extremely painful and can cause death via liquefaction of vital organs or internal bleeding. Oh, man. Don't get into a fencing battle with this thing. Good lord. Yeah, he doesn't have the little nub on the end of his, I don't think. No. Mm. Thank goodness this object class is Euclid. It's not freaking safe. Oh, yeah. See, I forgot to even look at that. I would have guessed safe. (laughs) After everything else we've been through. (laughs) Further research on SCP-160 is underway, but has proven difficult due to SCP-160's continuous operation. Tranquilizer darts are ineffective as SCP-160 appears to be entirely composed of non-biological components and requests to attempt a low-intensity electromagnetic pulse to disable it have been rejected due to possible unforeseen damage. This sounds like some sort of futuristic cryptid. Yeah. Like some sort of, I don't know, what is it, like a 
cyborg stork. <laughs> you know? But it's out for flesh. Oof. Like a pterodactyl. Oh. SCP... Huh? No. Oh. <laughs> What's going on here? SCP-160 was discovered by Foundation agents on a redacted date following multiple reports of household pets from the town of Redacted. It's a nice place. You ever been there? <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. It's nice any time of the year. Oh, yeah. White picket fences everywhere. All the kids say, hello, mister. How are you? <laughs> you know. Regardless if you're a mister or not. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not so nice then. <laughs> uh, disappearing and subsequently being found dead under unusual circumstances. These animals, these household pets. SCP-160 was quickly identified and lured into a transport vehicle by a containment team and subsequently taken to site redacted. A search of the area turned up over redacted, desiccated, small animals, including house cats, rabbits, wild rodents, and miniature dogs. Good lord. How? So they tricked it to get into a transport vehicle? I guess. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Like You just put some, uh, put some live animals in there for it to go after? Yeah, like, uh, here's prey. a kitty cat. Oh, a little kitty cat. <laughs> it's like, attacking the cats again. Whatever makes noise. Like, is it fully? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, how how does it hunt? Does it flap its wings? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a hummingbird. It's got those weird, goes in and out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're the only birds that can hover. Others just kind of cruise with thermals and all that. Yeah, they're the only birds who can hover in place. Or their wings move like bumblebees, don't they? They make like, I think it's like a figure eight pattern, like you were saying. Yeah. Isn't that how bumblebees' wings go? I think so. I don't, I don't know. You'd have to ask one. Science says bumblebees. <laughs> oh, what do they know? What does science know? They told us the earth was a globe. <laughs> bumblebees don't care about your science. How could a bumblebee fly if gravity was real? <laughs> Huh? You tell me that, sir. Bumblebees don't care about your gravity either. <laughs> How does a helium balloon go up if gravity? Hello? It also did. <laughs> All right. So they got this thing in the truck, and this is how they contain it. SCP-160 is kept in a secure biocontainment chamber at site redacted. SCP-160 is to be fed live prey in the form of a rabbit or other animal of similar mass once per week with feeding to be performed via automated delivery system only. What? Why does it need flesh? Why are you trying to keep it alive? Is it alive? I, I, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Is it is it a bird that just has some like cyborg qualities or is it a legit drone that has to eat, you know, biological material it's like a robocop version of a crane wasn't boston dynamics working on a robot that ate biological material to fuel it what i don't know Uh, about yeah i'm almost positive yeah they were and then uh yeah oh yeah and then i read something about like people were freaking out about it and then saying something about how the military could use it to clean up battlefields great yeah by eating dead bodies that's great that's that's real awesome What's to do? Poop out dog tags or what? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well, he was in here somewhere. He's he's amongst all the other slurry now. But here's the dog tags. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Experimentation with SCP-160 may only be performed with prior permission from at least two level three personnel 
and any personnel entering the chamber must wear an armored suit at all times. Hope it's I, Sir Arthur, will <laughs> go in there. Wait, I'm like, kink, 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 kink. Like, slide my little shield, my little eye shield down. And it just immediately, pre- like, impales my breastplate and I die. <laughs> well, that didn't work. Let's uh, try Armor Mark Two. Why didn't anyone tell him aluminum foil is not the same thing? <laughs> just like in my imagination, I look like a knight, but I really just look like some dumbass kid who's pretending to be a knight with aluminum foil. I'm like, Shh, and I'm just making that noise. Chink, chink, chink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going in with a cardboard sword. Did that really th- that thing really kill him? He went in with all that armor. How did he kill him? We told him to use the heavy duty and double wrap it, but he didn't nope. do it. Nope. Damn shame. <laughs> now I'm just a Slurpee. That's that's what it is. Oh, I hope that's not what my beer is. It's called Bloodline. Made of blood oranges. Maybe they just say that. A Maybe it's just made of blood. Slurpee. But I like it, so that's scary. <laughs> uh, vamp- vampirism. Yeah. I just thought about something. I don't know if I want to say it out loud. It'd be bad. Ooh. What about... <laughs> Vampire wants something a little bit more, something with a little extra, not really much of a punch, but something else. Carbonated blood? Just put that, put your blood in the soda, what's that thing called? The soda stream? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Put a cup of blood in there and just shoot some carbon into it. Mm. My blood, it tastes so flat. (laughs) Ah, my soda stream. (laughs) That's going to be in Hotel Transylvania 4. He like pushes a button. He's got a count. He's like, one, two, three. <laughs> How did uh, we get here? I don't know. <laughs> the same way we get everywhere, I guess. Just kind of, we just veer off course. And somehow <laughs> we find like, it's like there's a fork in the road. And we're like, all right, we're going to go left. And somehow we end up going straight instead of, we don't go left or right. We go straight <laughs> and somehow meet the left. I don't know. I don't know what we do. We just zigzag down the middle. Like, yeah. well, maybe we should try the right. No, no. We'll go, we'll try the left, too. No, let's try some right some more. We eventually get there. There was one that I was looking at. But we should take a break. Yeah, let's do that. Coming at you live from here. Well. And I'm coming at you live from here. <laughs> I mean, it's it's live for us currently but it's not live for you now but we're recording it live (laughs) i can assure you that yeah it's not memorex i don't know what that is (laughs) people used to say it's not it's not memorex for saying it's not fake something like that i think my mom used to say something like that then they used to make cds yeah blank tapes yeah you remember recording songs on blank tapes off the radio dude yes (laughs) jeez me too. Some kids listening to this, they don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> tapes. What's Cassette that? tapes. You used to have, to, you used to have a Walkman. You can, yeah. only, you can only carry what? Eight songs on you? Yeah. Like, you couldn't carry much. No, not at all. No, even I less if it was Metallica. Yeah. Or, uh, oh shit, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Their songs are long, dude. You gotta flip the CD over. Well, or the tape. CDs? <laughs> Just blew my mind. 
And the Walkmans weren't small either, man. No, because he had to have room for all those batteries he had to put in it. You remember how cool the headphones were, though? When they first came out, people were like, what are those? Like, they were weird, you know? <laughs> like, the little ones that, like, went in your ear, they were, like, they went over your head, but then, like, the little part went in your ear. You know what I'm talking about? In, yeah, just tucked in your ear. Yeah. I remember when the, the ones came out, too, that went on your ear, and they went behind your head. Oh. Like, that. those were the shit, dude. <laughs> Everybody had a pair of those. <laughs> but now we're down to ear pods. AirPods. I don't know. I don't know if we're. A lot of people have them, but I don't. I don't think they have a grasp on the market, like it, like they want to. True, I agree with that. Uh, uh, we got a pair for my daughter, and they are comfortable. I have to admit that. Yeah, I mean they're they're really cool. But do you have, do you have a pair? No, my wife does, and. She said they're they're nice. She takes them out. It automatically pauses. Whatever. So oh, cool. Like easy to pair to her phone. Just literally just open them. Yeah. And, and but I need like when I for when I go to the gym and stuff. I need something that the AirPods they freak me out because I don't think I I don't think they're gonna stay in. Right. Exactly. She swears they will, but I said I don't think so. So I need some like sport ones that kind of clip. So I I have a pair of JBLs that do that. Yeah, there you go. They're nice. I have a pair that uh, they're they're wired in a sense that they are together, but they're earbuds that go in and they just kind of drape over your neck. But they're mm-hmm. they are together. Damn it. Well, that's that's how my JBLs are. They're connected to each other, but they're Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted the Beats ones that kind of do that. They kind of hook on your ear, but they're mm-hmm. truly wireless. They're like four hundred bucks, dude. For like, are they four? No, that can't be right. Seems like a lot for some weight. They're two fifty or three hundred. They're a lot. Still. Yeah, they're a lot. And I said, no, dude. No. I'll spend fifty on these JBLs. Yep. They're good. You're gonna sweat they work on great. them anyhow. Yeah, they work great. They stay in there. They have this weird little earpiece. That you like, you put it in your ear and then you kind of turn it and it kind of locks into your ear. Nice. Yeah, work perfect. That's exactly what I want. And I spent like fifty or sixty bucks on them. Yeah, a quarter of what you would spend for the other crap. Yeah. So don't always buy the most expensive stuff, people. That's what we're trying to get at you. Yeah. Listen to the great quality of this podcast. <laughs> the great audio quality, and just know we have cheap mics. Yes, we do. It's not those Blue Yeti or whatever they are. These are just... Does it even have a name? Pseudotac. Yeah, that's it. 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I Actually, I think I don't think they sound too bad. No, not at all. So. And I'm you're down in your basement, mm-hmm. and it's a little more contained, but I'm just in my living room. Yeah. Yes, I pick up some other stuff, like you probably heard the dog shake his head earlier. Mm-hmm. With all the chains, I try to cut most of those out. Well, it, yeah, I I get that, and I've tried to do it myself. But when I'm talking, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then he he does it. Not Whatever. much you can do then, but nope. It's all good. Well, I mean, we're people. We're humans. Yeah, and he's not. Yeah, so he doesn't know. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about audio quality. That we're here to talk about. It. I know, right? Six minutes in. Jeez. This is going to take 20 minutes to read this. <laughs> anyway, 
We are talking about SCP-120, the teleporting paddling pool. You ready for this? Okay. I, I think so. <laughs> SCP-120 appears to be a small child's paddling pool. And before I get any further, understand this is safe. But oh boy, you know how that goes. <laughs> yep. So be prepared for some scary shit. It's a small child's paddling pool, pastel pink in coloration, with an inner diameter of approximately 2.5 meters and an inner height of 0.3 meters. I don't you figure out. Could be small, could be big. (laughs) We don't know. (laughs) They put an extra U in coloration. They switch the E and R in meters. It's it's out of control. (laughs) (laughs) The pool appears to have been fabricated from common earth plastics. What? What? Common earth plastics? What yeah. other plastics are there? <laughs> Uncommon earth plastics. Oh, sorry. Sorry, proceed. <laughs> and Venus plastics. That's the best plastic, dude. Venus plastic. Mm-hmm. Really that's strong. What we're gonna, that's what we're going to blow the uh, Kaplan thruster out of. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> the pool appears to be fabricated from common earth plastics, but has shown itself to be indestructible by any attempted means. See research report number 120-32 for a full full summary. The pool structure and response to pressure are typical for such a pool. It will flex when pressure is applied and is soft to the touch, but has amazing tensile strength and cannot be permanently stretched or ripped. Well, I think that should go for all pools. Yeah, why did I see the word tensile and think testicle? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That blood orange is going to your brain already. Yeah, too many of these bloodlines, dude. (laughs) What is contained within the pool seems to be a brightly glowing, colored, liquid-like substance, which seems to exist only partially in our dimension. Hey, this is where it gets weird. It is unresponsive to manipulation by organic or inorganic means, but the substance ripples and shimmers systematically and regularly, suggesting it exists physically on another dimension. Don't drink that Kool-Aid. What? So, <laughs> it's there, but you can't alter it? That's what it seems like. Like, you can't splash it out. Hey, I got some all radiated stuff right on you. Like, if you step in it, it doesn't ripple. It just, it's, it, you know what I mean? It ripples and shimmers systematically. So, it's like, it. I don't think so. I have no idea. It says it's unresponsive to manipulation by organic or inorganic means. So, we can't do... So you don't actually get wet from it? You don't feel it? I don't know. Here. Let's keep going. SCP-120's most interesting and useful property is used regularly by Foundation personnel. Human beings, when alive and carrying loads, including clothing under 37.8 kilograms, are observed to fall through the pool and are deposited at one of 11 destinations. These will be detailed in an addendum. So they use this thing all the time. So, human beings, when alive, don't be dead, and carrying loads, including clothing. So, that's a fast way to get to the laundromat. Gotta go pick up a pack of smokes. <laughs> you just jump in the kiddie pool. Jump Oof. in the pool. Oh, you gotta carry stuff with you. Oh, yeah. That's up to 37.8 kilograms. I don't know what that is in America. What if, well, what if it's under? You just don't go anywhere? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Okay. The item will only function in this way if certain conditions are met. Oh, here we go. The subject must be genetically human. That helps. Check. The subject must be conscious. 
Okay. <laughs> well, so you can't just push somebody in there that's passed <laughs> out. The subject must be carrying weights of under the specified amount. Oh, under. under. Yeah, oh. so not over. And only one subject must be present on the surface. What? So you can only go one at a time? Test subjects attempting to use SCP-120 while these conditions were not met reported their feet making contact with a smooth surface underneath a liquid, but no significant effects were observed. Yeah, the bottom of the pool. What do you mean a smooth surface? You're like, whoa, I'm touching something at the bottom. It's smooth? I don't uh, know. <laughs> kind of feels like ground, but I don't think it is. Uh, Janny, that's the bottom. That's why the water doesn't go into the ground. <laughs> what? Well, how the hell am I supposed to get my smokes? This is outrageous. <laughs> SCP-120's main use is as a potential means of evacuation for command redacted. The best one. During a major emergency, it is currently stored and maintained in a fortified outbuilding of this facility. To inspect evacuation procedures, refer to document number 120-22. SCP-120 was first brought to the attention of Foundation authorities on this backward-ass date for an American. 31-8-92. So, August 31st, 1992. Local police authorities in Redacted, California, were investigating reports of missing children in their jurisdiction and discovered and reported the item on August 31st. Overwatch Command was automatically informed through the usual channels and a small team of Foundation agents were dispatched to claim and transport the item to Site-19, where it remained for testing over the next two years. You're just, just pushing people in. That's how they tested it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? Whoosh. All right, throw the kid in. Let's see where he goes. Let's see what happens. All right, throw that old man in a wheelchair in. Let's see. The wheelchair, too. It, you got to have some extra yeah. weight in it. We gotta be under this weight. I don't know. Let's transfer to present location at Command Redacted in 1994. Whoo, buddy. That was, that was a big description. Yeah. So, there is a containment procedure, but they're just using it to transport stuff. Yeah, so, uh, they're just, I mean, are they containing it just so people can't use it themselves? Maybe. Well, then they'll know this stuff exists if they... True. And just start sending people wherever. Oh, it, Look at the pool. Here it goes. All right. Off to the Pacific Ocean with you. You're just like a big fat guy. You want to get in the kid's pool for a second to cool off. You're like, zoom. <laughs> Whoa, where'd Jim go? <laughs> what the fuck? Ah, Jim, not again. All right, let's go to Greenland. Pick Jim up again. Yeah. Or he like comes back with a Cubs hat on. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. Have you guys seen that big bean? <laughs> you want me to tell you how to contain it? Huh? Is there coming back, though? I don't know. You push somebody through and then... Yeah, where do they end up? Do they come pop out of another kiddie pool? Or do they just go, boom, they're there and... Just a whole network of kiddie pools. I don't know. Maybe like, uh, what's that game? Portal. Uh, oh, I've never actually played Portal. Me either. I want to play it. I've seen it. I want to play it. Yeah, me too, man. It looks fun. A lot of brain work in that, though. Eh, maybe. How do you contain the sucker? Well, let me tell you. Due to its importance to the Foundation, SCP-120 is kept under video surveillance and armed guards at all times. They're like, this thing is freaky, but we could use it. So, uh, <laughs> let's keep it in my office. <laughs> Any personnel attempting to utilize the item without authorization, they 
is that that's not spelled right? Or be terminated but, immediately. No, that's not spelled right. Somebody from not America wrote this article. Yeah. It's America, bitch. <laughs> it says dot com for damn sake. Yeah. D oh, says, not dot EU. Z. Get out of here. Uh, all personnel wishing to use the item are required to submit a filled copy of the application form document number 120-23 to facility operators. Due to the precise timing and coordination required for efficient use of this object in an emergency, all personnel entering SCP-120's building are placed under temporary command of the facility head's captain redacted. Security Detachment, L4, and Dr. Redacted Research Team, L4. Okay. Don't know. All the redac- designa- Redacted Brothers. Yeah, so... I don't, okay, I don't know. <laughs> All destination locations are to be kept under surveillance and armed guard. They are valuable to the Foundation, but are non-critical. But any compromised destination, destination must be immediately reported to SCP-120 personnel. Why? All destination locations. So... so does that mean they can come through? <clears throat> Super weird. Yeah, how... Can you pick where you want to go? I don't know. And how how do you show up? Like, is there just another another portal that that's there, or you just kind of step out of thin air? Weird. I don't know. Distributed Task Force Sigma-6 Puddle Jumpers was created with the objective of protecting and maintaining SCP-120's facility and location outposts. It consists of one command unit and one defense and maintenance unit based at the SCP-120 facility at Command Redacted. Five units based at the destination locations, plus five reserve units for these, and five units assigned to the S- to other SCP-120-related projects. Holy crap, this thing has all sorts of personnel tied to it. Yeah. It's just a kiddie pool that sends people places. I mean, wouldn't it be crazy, like... Like, say, one of the places, it just, like, pops you up at a Whole Foods. <laughs> and then you, like, go there one day, there's just, like, all these armed guards. Like, what the... F- what is going on in here? <laughs> Nothing to see here, man. Move along. They got a great deal on organic almonds in aisle three. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you hear, whoop, and there's somebody else there. Wasn't there only six of you here a minute ago? No, ma'am, you were mistaken. You need your almonds. <laughs> Clearly, you need to get some of those organic carrots to help your eyesight. That's a myth. <laughs> Ma'am, are you telling me that's a myth? We work for the... Brian, shut up. Don't tell her. Oh, boy. What the hell? <laughs> All right, here's an addendum. So, document number 120-7, destructive test results for SCP-120. This was conducted on Christmas Eve, 1993. Oh, boy. And... Th- they tried to destroy this thing with several different items, and there were no results for any of them. A handsaw, an industrial drill, a steel bit, and a diamond bit. Munitions, 19, 9x19 millimeter parabellum. What the hell is that? I don't know. Is that a 9 millimeter parabellum? I have no idea. Anyway, 5.56 by 45 millimeter NATO, 7.62 by 39 millimeter. 120 millimeter M830 heat, cutting torch with acetylene, hydrogen, and propane. CO2 laser, peak power 100 kilowatts and 500 kilowatts. Could not destroy this thing. Did nothing to this little kiddie pool. (laughs) 
Document number 120-10. Detailed explanation of SCP-120's capabilities and destinations. This was February 12, 94. SCP-120 possesses the capability of instant translocation of human beings, possibly through one or more alternate dimensions, but then coming back to our own? We'll see. Maybe. Subjects using the item are invariably deposited at one of 11 locations. These locations cycle in a specific and unchanging pattern. The 11 destinations and their locations were determined through testing with Class D personnel carrying radio beacons. They are detailed here. <laughs> so they were just like, here's your GPS, buddy. And just shoved him into the pool. Hey, did you read ahead to location number two? I scrolled down <clears throat> while I was saying that. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, wait a second. Does he know something I don't know? <laughs> I didn't know much. So there's 11 locations and there's a pilot description with all the locations. But I think we're just going to rattle off just the location and the little description. Not the, all, not the whole description, but just that first line. What do you think? Yeah. yeah. I'll give you location number one right now. All right. The Pacific Ocean. SCP-120's liquid displays a blue glow while connected to this destination. So when it's blue, shove somebody in, and they dive into the Pacific. Yeah. But the, the foundation has a bunch of people there, so they must have a. They must have figured out where it would be, and they just put a platform out there. Whoa! Here we go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like an oil rig. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes they move it just to fuck with them. Yeah. They like show up. They just <laughs> splash down. Damn it! Hey, you guys. Fucking Gary. <laughs> Location 2, Greenland. SCP-120 displays a bright white glow while dialed to this destination. I suppose that makes sense. White, snowy, yeah. Greenland. I guess now... Whoa, hold up. I was in the middle of saying something and I read 3. I saw 3. But I guess now we know that uh, like you don't have to think about where you're going. You just have to look at the color. And that's oh. how you... Yeah. To a little food die in there, and you're going to go someplace else. Such yeah. as? The uh, Earth Moon Lagrange Point 3. The SCP displays a deep black color. So that's just a location on the moon, right? I guess. The quote unquote moon. So they give this guy a. G <laughs> maybe it's there, maybe it's not. Maybe it's cheese, maybe it's not. But the funny thing is, see, if they gave just the personnel that they were chucking into this pool. Just gave him a little GPS and said, here you go, buddy. Off you go. You did not pick up Gary, who went to the moon. <clears throat> Gary went to the moon and died. Yeah, they probably they probably had to send a couple people through. They're like, all right, maybe his GPS messed up. <laughs> yeah, because like, he's not on Earth. So, and then they were like, maybe, you know what? Let's send him through with like a spacesuit. Let's just to be sure. After 19 people died. <laughs> I don't know why it took them 19 people to realize that it wasn't the GPS's fault. It was just this mass burial site on the moon. <laughs> just a pile of people. Just, oh. I mean, you it, would die instantly, correct? Probably, yeah. Because yeah, I mean, not only is it the, freaking cold, but it's also yeah, there's no oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's no so there's no feedback back through this this warp, I guess. I don't know. What what are there some alien out there like? Hey asshole, put them in a spacesuit. They keep there's a pile of them up here. It was like fucking Mount Everest. The Mount Everest of people. 
they just keep coming in and then they're like <gasps> and then they drift down to their death <laughs> slowly <laughs> but the alien just like pokes his head through he's like dude come he's on la- they're on the moon now <laughs> that's why we stopped going because because the aliens are going to charge us for burial fees <laughs> Location 4, Himalayas. SCP-120 displays a white glow similar to when it is dialed to location 2. Ooh, that is risky. Yeah, you want to go to Himalayas or you want to go to Greenland? Is that eggshell or is that white? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) It's egg crew. Go, go, go. Well, location 5, L5, identical to location 3. Is it still dark black? A deep black color? Is it still the moon? Or it just looks the same? <laughs> so, so the aliens have a pile of humans to clean up over there and a pile of humans to clean up over there. <laughs> well, maybe one actually goes to the moon and then this one goes to the set where they filmed the first moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this deep bunker in, under Hollywood somewhere. <laughs> just a bunch of dead people and moon dust. Stanley Kubrick is still there. Everybody thought he died, but he's actually still alive. Ah, they're sending me more. <laughs> I'm working okay. on the Mars landing video. <laughs> oh shit! He's just got to hook up a bunch of animatronics to the to the people that are coming in. It's basically the same video. He just has to color it red. <laughs> Stamp Photoshop. Location six: the Sahara. SCP-120 will glow yellow. That makes sense. All right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. Location 7, Gobi. SCP-120 displays a brown glow. Ooh, a brown glow. I like brown glows. Location 8? What? You'd think the kid took a shit in the water. (laughs) We brought our kid in today. This is a bring your kid to work day. (laughs) Location 8, L2, identical to location 3, although shows more potential for SCP disposal being situated beyond the moon. What? There was a there's huh. a lot going on in that sentence. What are we disposing out beyond the moon? All the SCPs that we can't do anything else with. <laughs> Throw them through that bitch when... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Put them on a the moon. Do we need a moon for anyway? Tides? Who needs tides? Nobody. I mean, that's just one less thing that... To have to worry about when we move the entire solar system anyway. <laughs> Get rid of the damn moon. We'll just do it when it's like, all right, we want to go. How does the direction work in space? We want to go towards the center of the Milky Way. So when the moon is on the opposite side of the Earth, burn out. <laughs> Leave the moon behind. <laughs> Doing space donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Location nine, Mare Embryum. The SCP displays a subdued gray glow when dialed into this location. Gray water. Yummy. It's subdued gray. So is it like almost white? Because now we got three whites. It's like dirty dishwater. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Look Look at these. Look at these bullshits coming up. Location 10, L4, identical to 3. And location 11, L1, identical to location 3. So So most of these just put you on the moon and you die. Or in there's space. Just, there's just some alien standing on one side of the moon and like people just what the <laughs> And there's one word under all that, it's like fuck. <laughs> they need to build another 
they need to build a catapult on the moon and just start jettisoning bodies back to Earth. <laughs> they could figure out how to move like where these portals are coming in at, and then like one body comes in, but then back through the other one, and it's just like a boom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it goes, it comes, shows up to the moon, but hits another portal, and it goes somewhere else, and it's just like a cool, like, like Donkey Kong Country when you hit a barrel, then you get shot in another <laughs> barrel, then you get <laughs> shot in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great shit. It's just, just a carcass, <laughs> just real physics on the moon. <laughs> but that actually brings up a question: Does it glow a certain color? Because the the moon is in that space, or is it always somehow it's tied to the moon a different way? When the when the moon is occupying that spot on that side of the Earth, then you get sent to L four, or you get sent to L two. Know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like a white, or no? They're all black, what, right? Are they all black? Well, it doesn't say, but I'm assuming it's identical to location three. Oh. I was thinking of all the whites. Well, that's Greenland and the Himalayas. The snow and, ones. Yeah, the snow ones. Hmm. hmm. I wonder what determines. It's just systematically, but cycles of everything are also systematically. Maybe the moon's just like, make my water black, bro. <laughs> and the Himalayas are like, we want ours to be eggshell. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the end of this one. That's it. We got another sale. Do you see that? Yes, sir. This is a t-shirt for the Wendigo shirt. I wonder if it's the same person. They're like, damn it, I like this hoodie. (laughs) Let me get the t-shirt, too. That would be awesome. Spring's coming. Yeah. Got to display that your states of hunger in the spring. Mm Mm-hmm. But that was in the T-Public store. Oh, yeah. I was going to say. You could also find our stuff at myconspiracytees.com slash bringontheweird. Yes, sir. And there's a there's a couple other items in there too, like leggings. Oh, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna get the leggings <laughs> for yourself. Yeah, what do you think? We could use them as a swimsuit. Yeah, why not? <laughs> All right, you know where to find us. All your favorite podcast things: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Tell Google Home to play "Bring on the Weird" and she'll do it for you. Just found that out. How cool is that? That's oh, Pandora. Cool. We're on Pandora now. They finally opened the gates on that. And, um, yeah, if you want to drop us a line, bring on the weird at gmail.com. Our uh, spam folder's been getting full. I don't know if you noticed that. But we, mm-hmm. We've been getting actually, we've actually been getting some random stuff in our inbox, and the spam folder's filling up with yeah. random stuff. Yeah. So somebody knows what our email is. We're getting junk mail. They're coming for us. It's the government, man. I'm trying to shut us down. Fill the spam. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.